All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. I don't think I'm quite familiar with that phrase. I'll explain, and I'll use small words so that you'll be sure to understand, you warthog-faced buffoon. Go ahead. Make my day. I make this look good. You are now listening to the Movie Review Crew Podcast. Now here's something we hope you'll really like. Thank you for listening, everybody. This is another edition of Movie Review Crew Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Lucas, and joining me is Aaron Kronikin. Hello. Brent Frugier. Hello. And Matt McNeil. Hello. Took a week off. Now we're back. Started from the bottom. We're is still no one gonna correct me on that? Still kind of. Did we take a week off? No. I mean, everything it's been runs a week since <laughs> we've <laughs> gotten together. So. Yeah, but we might we might take next week off or the week after. I would assume so. It's uh, a holiday weekend. Yeah, and I'm but, camping. The four, but the Fourth of July is on a. But I'm camping Thursday. Yeah, yeah. but. But I'm camping. Why would you? Okay, it has been like 800 degrees the last three days. Why would you want to voluntarily be one or two degree exaggeration? One or two. Why would you want to voluntarily be outside in that garbage? Man, Matt, not everybody's like you that dies when in the sun. Yeah, Yeah. he's that guy from uh, Benchwarmers. Benchwarmers (laughs) eating sunscreen or whatever, Mm -hmm. and he hisses at the sun. Hides under tables. Basically a vampire. Matt. It's not the sun, it's the heat. Not a cool one, either, like a sparkly, borderline homosexual yeah. vampire. Made of ice cubes, apparently. In a made of, yeah. What? Because he said that it's not the sun, it's the heat. Oh. Made of ice cubes. Yeah. Made of ice cubes. Like, I was out, I, 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 I didn't get home until... Do you realize the about source 12... of the heat? Yeah, well... <laughs> Listen, I'm just saying. I was exp- I was, so I, was I was getting to that because even last night I didn't get home until about twelve thirty in the morning, uh, and even then it was still like eighty five degrees outside yeah, at twelve thirty. I know because I was gonna. Never mind. That's a whole another nerd side tangent. Let's keep going. No, I want to hear. Yeah, this. what's going on? I was on gonna now? spray paint some nerd miniatures for a game, and I was like, I'll wait till it's really late and gets cold out because the spray paint doesn't work so right. well when it's 100 right. degrees and humid. So I went out, opened the garage at past midnight, and it was still far too humid to do anything. Yep. Yeah. So it's yep. not the sun. I saw a guy painting his whole house this weekend. <laughs> I was like, that's not going to turn out nice. That is nasty in the mm-hmm. humid weather. Mm-hmm. It'll be dry yeah. before he even hits it. Like He dips it in the <laughs> bucket and he gets it on and it's already dry. I mean, he was using a sprayer, but... So, so he's just a little dry flex of yeah. paint hitting this. <laughs> it's like he's attacking his house with a million tiny little... Like a sandblaster yeah. of paint. Exactly. Anyway, my point is, is that outside is horrible. It is. It's way too hot, it's way not. too humid. I mean, outside Why would you ever is, camp? It, because it's not going to be 100 degrees next weekend. Yes, it's it is. cool off. Matt, who did this to you? Yeah. What do, why do you fear of the outs- outdoors? I don't the fear sun. it. I hate it. Why do you hate it? Monsters. Aha! <laughs> uh-huh. uh, the bottom of this. I don't. I don't like the heat. I don't like humidity. Everything outside wants you dead. Simple as that. I can't think of like five things that don't We're want you dead. Living in Australia, yeah, dude. <laughs> Puppies ain't want you dead. Mm. Puppies ain't living outside. <laughs> yeah, nasty. Mongrel puppies. Bro. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, you can go to our website, puppiesoutside.com. <laughs> Uh, and it's it's a brand new website I just created just now. Um, it's probably a real website. 
I'm not gonna. On the off chance that it's some weird porn thing, yeah. I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not gonna Google it. All right. Um, anyway, we have a great show as always. We're gonna get into the Sisters Brothers review at the end of the show. Uh, but before then, we have movies coming out to DVDs, and then we have a fun game of what's the box office trash like? Yep. Remember that game? Yep, yep, yep. All right. I mean, let's... nothing's really changed except for the new releases, right? I know, but I don't, I'm just I'm making things up as I go. I obviously. honestly couldn't even tell you what came out this weekend. Didn't Toy Story 4? No, that was no, two weeks second no. ago. An- it was Annabelle this oh, weekend. Annabelle. And oh, and yesterday, else. the Beatles movie. Oh, yeah. with Elton John, remember? Mike said Elton John. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Former member of the Beatles. Elton that John. Was, <laughs> that was pretty good. Still same my point, that I think he is. Oh, okay. That's not right. But anyways. Anyways, uh, the movie's coming out to DVDs. Does anyone have a list, or you want me to rattle them off? You got it. All right. Movie's coming out to DVDs this week. Best of Enemies. It's a biography, drama, history film. Uh, by the way, these movies coming out are on Tuesday. Uh, Best of Enemies sits at 53% on Rotten Tomatoes. It's directed by Robin Bissell. Uh, and according to Shane, who put this great list together for us, he has literally never directed anything else. Not even a shitty music video or a dog food commercial. Mm-hmm. I'm How glad he that... he's never done a dog food commercial? Dude, just... I don't know. Was that uh, Shane's attempt at humor? Or was that um, you? No, that's can we. I, uh, can we get the fake Stewie laugh for that terrible joke, please? Yeah, yeah, give me one. Deserves he it. He said Shane wrote these notes. Yeah, these are these are word for word. Oh, okay. Uh, See, Shane's I didn't. I didn't notes. know if if Mike went off script or anything. Nope. nope. Well, <laughs> yeah, there we go. Hilarious, Shane. We're always off script. This is literally the only time we have a script. <laughs> and Mike doesn't read the script. The script reads him. That's what I'm saying, dog. Uh, second movie coming out is Escape Plan: The Extractors. Oh, boy, what this is what third or fourth? Oh God! The correct answer is who cares? Uh, this one's directed by John Herzfeld, but this movie stars Sylvester Stallone, Dave Bautista, and I quote, Fitty Scent." Yeah, I mean, mm. this remember the so, first one was uh, Stallone and Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger. Yep. So Shane is automatically excited for this movie, and he's the only one. Mm-hmm. Third movie coming out is The Public. It's a PG-13 film currently sitting at 61% on Rotten Tomatoes. Director, District 5, Pee-wee Hockey Championship winning coach of the Mighty Ducks and Junior Goodwill Games Team USA Championship winning coach Gordon Bombay. What the hell is it? It's Emilio Estevez. He had this entire paragraph, (laughs) and at the end of it, it says Emilio Estevez. Uh, I was about to say, can you cue up that Stewie laugh? (laughs) (sighs) All right, so the movie's coming out. The Best of Enemies, Escape Plan, The Extractors, and The Public. But nothing worth anybody's money. Uh, True. uh, I guess talking about Batista, because his movie's coming Mm -hmm. out. did you? I tagged some of you. I think I tagged you guys, but Shane never answered. But he Batista didn't. apparently came out and said, because I guess they asked him if he would join the Fast and Furious franchise, and he said, "Trash." No, he said, "No, I'd rather do good movies." Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was, and he was talking about The Rock, how he respects The Rock's career, but that's not what he wants because he yeah. wants to do 
actual movies. <laughs> but then he releases but, a movie called Stuber. And and then he's in a movie with an eight-year-old where he plays a secret agent and has to like teach her how to be a spy. Yeah, and like, then I'm he's not gonna in lie. Escape Plan, The Extraction, I'm the not, third sequel. I'm not to gonna an lie, that, movie. that 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 movie with the little girl does look fun. It does, but it's, but it's not the exact same good. thing you would expect The Rock to do yeah, early in his career. So. Exactly. So I don't know what Batista's on about. It's not like he's doing dramatic roles he's or anything. He's done a few good ones and they were mostly like bit parts like in Blade Runner. He was very good. The but... best the best thing that he's done is the Guardians of the Galaxy movies, no, and Runner. it's never going to... Well, I haven't seen that yet, so based off of wow. my frame of reference, the best thing that he's done has been those Guardians of the Galaxy movies, and it's never going to get better than that if he keeps doing these dumb meathead movies that Shane likes. Yeah, I understand what you're, yep, you're saying, though, but I think... How long has he been acting for outside of the WWE? I don't know, six, seven years? Yeah, I mean, you got to do something. And he's getting his face out there. Right. And he's showing what he can do, even though what he's showing is The Rock's extremely limited one-note acting style. <laughs> uh, I mean, he's also, like, 300 pounds of muscle. There, People aren't going to cast him as, he's you know, gotta like... Find, yeah, he's got to find the right roles. And well, that's why I say he fit so, so perfectly what, in what the Blade Runner what universe. What he's got to do... Is just lay off the juice, let the muscles like go away a little bit, get kind of like a dad body, and then he can do like real roles. I'm pretty sure that Matt's never been outside. He just talks in internet memes. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yep. Every every piece of the outside world he knows is from the computer screen, right, Matt? No. Why would it be? I was literally just outside. Know what Dave Bautista? Anyways, huh? Nothing. I don't know. It was on. just very stupid. Lay off the juice. Like, yeah, he's got muscles, man. I don't, do we know that he's doing steroids? Yes. Oh, Are you steroids. stupid? He's a former wrestler. Well, don't be dumb. Not all not of them dumb. did steroids. Yeah. But Let's not be all honest. But the, the ones, ones that look that like, look like did. him did. The <laughs> ones that look like humans did not. He definitely did. Yes. He's absolutely been on That's why he's invisible. This is a 10-hour loop. God, please stop it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yeah, I don't know where we're going with that. Speaking of awful wrestlers' movie careers. Oh, he's in the Fast and Furious movies now. Dude, and uh, he was in that Bumblebee movie. Mm -hmm. And that made a lot of money, didn't it? Of course it did. Here or worldwide? I mean, worldwide. It did. Okay, worldwide. I was gonna say I can't imagine that that movie. Did yeah, well here. the United States, I think, is kind of sick of the Transformers thing. Now all we need to do is become sick of comic book movies. Thank you. Speaking of comic book movies, Spider Man's apparently good. Oh, uh, <laughs> what? Far from Home is that out yet? Next week, this week. Oh, this okay. Up, so this will be released on a Monday. It's gonna be coming out on, I guess, technically Thursday. Oh, okay. Uh, I mean, I'll so pr- is Midsummer, which I'm super excited about. Yeah, I got my tickets. Is Far from home, the one with Jakey G. Yeah, oh. I'll probably see. I thought that was like Spider-Man, a year out, maybe. dude. I don't no, know. That's that's already on its way. That's insane. There, uh, from what I hear, and uh, again, I have not been keeping up with the Marvel universe. It's been about 25 movies since I've seen one. Mm-hmm. But they said that this is a good, uh, fun palate cleanser after the spectacle. Oh, uh, good. Endgame. And I did like um, Homecoming. And they did say the chemistry between Gyllenhaal and, uh, what's his name? Tom Holland. Tom Holland is very good. So I might check that one out. I'm I more excited for Midsummer. I just hope it's not like, a, I mean, I'll probably watch Spider-Man because of 
Gyllenhaal, but I hope he's not like you know the schlocky, funny character that Marvel turns everybody into, spitting out one-liners as he's. Fighting I hope he's bad the villain. Guys. Well, well, apparently Mysterio's not. He's not in not this one, but hopefully, the, hopefully, one, hopefully but they're he... giving him a character arc to become a good villain. Yeah, I mean, exactly. if 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 he's anything close to how Keaton did the Vulture in the last movie, it'll be good. Because Keaton was fantastic in, in the other Spider-Man movie. Yeah, I haven't seen a single Tom Holland Spider-Man no, movie. No, neither have I. I. I have it if you want to borrow it. It well, was I mean, it was decent. There's Michael s- Keaton was a very good bad guy in it. You said you haven't seen a single one. Like, there's been a bunch. This is, is literally well, the, I mean, the second Avengers. One. He was, but Spider-Man. he's seen the Avengers. Uh, three. Like yeah, this is the no, this one? is the second Spider-Man with Tom Holland. Or whatever. It is. All right, you guys. All right, I'm gonna Google this. Anyway, it doesn't. The only Spider-Man movie anybody needs to see is Into the Spider-Verse, which, which... is on Netflix. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, good. I'm about to watch that today. I love that movie so much. Mike. Mike's Googling. Dude, I see, yeah, like, this is the second movie. I see, like, with him. Four, man. Oh, he, there's Dude, been a lot of Spider Man movies. The Avengers but... movies don't count as Spider Man movies. The first one, that movie he was All in. Right, there's one in this. 2002. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I hate you. Yep. See, I mean, he's going back to Tom, Tom, <laughs> Tom, Tommy Holland McGuire. Mm-hmm. Tommy Holland McGuire. All right. Can we move on? I thought I just I, I don't know. Okay, yeah, we can. I just thought Homecoming was the second one for some reason. No, just Marvel spits out so much crap on a on a just conveyor belt of crap mm. that you think there's been a million uh, yeah. crappy Marvel Spider-Man movies. Yeah. All right. Uh, moving on, movies uh, in the box office currently. Let's play a quick little game. Which has the higher Rotten Tomatoes score? Yesterday or Annabelle Comes Home? Mm, yesterday. I'm going to go, yeah. Well, this is Critics. So I'm going to go yesterday. Wait, is it criti- Yeah, it's Critics, a right? music movie about former Beatles member Elton John. That's <laughs> 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 so damn funny. <laughs> Am I right, though? No. <laughs> it is really? not. It's Annabelle Comes. Yay! I was the only one who said that. That surprises no one. Uh, yeah, Annabelle Comes Home is sitting at 70%. Rotten Tomatoes with an audience score of 72%. Yesterday, this is not getting lauded by critics. It's sitting at 60%, but an audience score of 90 Wow. Because so, it's all Beatles fans. Yeah. All those middle-aged moms who grew up on the Beatles. Yeah. I love Elton John. I think it's a little older than middle age at this point. <sighs> with the advances in technology and, <laughs> yeah. and medical, like 60 is middle age now. Whoa. Like, 60, huh? <laughs> That's your math's not right. Yeah, your math. People are living to be like a hundred. Yeah, but if sixty was middle age, it's one hundred and twenty. Oh my gosh, moving (laughs) on. It doesn't have to be exactly in the middle. Let's uh, let's do the same thing, same game, but movies coming soon. Mm -hmm. So they've been released, or they will be released this next week. Midsommar or Spider-Man: Far From Home. Spider-Man. Spider-Man. That's my cynicism. I want it to be Midsummer, yeah, but I'd really Yeah. Spider-Man. It's a Marvel. It movie. is Spider-Man. Uh a film called Ray and Liz releases July 10th or Spider-Man. S- Spider-Man. I think this is a trick question. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go Ray and Liz. Yeah. But maybe it's a trick question about being a trick question. Oh. So it could be Spider-Man. It's like that it's uh, a moment <laughs> in Princess Bride. <laughs> yeah. It's a it's a triple trick question. Ray and Liz isn't even a real movie. 
Whoa. Do I have an answer? Man. Spider-Man. Ray and Liz. It's Ray and Liz. <laughs> Ray and Liz or Stuber? Now you're no just making way. stuff up. No, Stuber's the Bautista movie where he's an Uber driver. He Well, he... he you he, haven't seen that trailer? No. Kamel Nanjiani uh-uh. is an Uber driver. It looks pretty funny. It's another one that... Bautista's a cop. It's another stupid, what you would expect a former wrestler to do. I uh, need an answer. I'm going to go Ray and Ray Liz. Liz. Stuber, just to be different. Ray and Liz. Uh, Stuber or Midsommar? Midsummer. Midsummer. Hopefully. God, please. <laughs> oh, he took a sip of his coffee. I Stuber. Mean, <laughs> it is Midsummer. I was going to say, I checked it before we went live. Midsummer's at an 85% from critics. So, uh, El Rey Leon? That's the Lion King. In Spanish <laughs> or crawl? Oh, the Lion King. Yeah, oh, crawl God, looks God. terrible. Hopefully. Neither of them are rated. Uh, <laughs> so it's, it's gonna be the Lion King. Yeah, yeah. Those are the movies coming out within the next two weeks. I mean, there are other ones. Uh, actually, I'll do one. This and this has a lot of time to change. But once a time, once upon a time in Hollywood. I'm going to guess that over no matter what you say. Yeah. Hollywood, those critics love Tarantino. For right. s- Once Upon a Time in Hollywood or Midsummer. Okay. Once Upon Hollywood. a Time in Hollywood. Uh, Spider-Man Far From Home. Hollywood. Yeah, Hollywood. Spider-Man. No, it is Once Upon a Time. Uh, Ray and Liz. Hollywood. Hollywood. I don't remember. You didn't tell us what Ray and Liz was. I'm still not convinced rated. that's a real movie. It's Ray and Liz. Ray and Liz. Let me read this to you guys real quick. It's releasing July 10th. 10th. It's a... Uh, in 1990, alcohol makes Richard's father, Ray, a prisoner in his own bedroom, raises strange, estranged wife, Liz, and neighbor, Sid, battle for control of Ray, who remains hopeful that Liz will return to him if he manipulates her through his own self-destruction. Cool. It sounds like a dumb... It's an art house film. Yeah. yeah. But, hey. 93%. Yep. Uh, anyway... Let's uh let's move on. Hey, what was uh, the Tarantino movie at? Uh, like ninety two percent. Okay, so just barely under. Yeah, just made up. Ray and Liz barely movie. under. <laughs> made up. It's it's not made up. <laughs> uh, what was the movie we did? Sisters Brothers. Yep, the Sisters Brothers. I'm obviously you know like sisters, but they're but brothers. They're brothers. I don't. I is that a reference to the movie? Yeah. No. Yes, kind of. <laughs> Now I'm really confused. <laughs> All uh, right. Well, I mean, you should have watched this instead of that stupid Netflix yeah. movie. Calibre. I wanted to watch this, but I knew we had too many people on it already. So. I mean, you were going to be here no matter what. This is your studio. Mm-hmm. You could have watched it. I mean, I'm running out of time. I'm moving this week. It's been a busy, busy, busy week. Man. Mm. Uh, it's this... literally less than a block away. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, dude. But... I'm joking. <laughs> Whoa, bless you. Bless you, my man. What? Go home. All right, bye. Here's some tissues, sir. All right. Oh, he's leaving. Good. The Sisters Brothers from 2018, or as the original title is pronounced, Les Frères Sisters. Mm. Rated R, two hours and two minutes long adventure. He said less. Yep. It's French, man. That's Le. No, Le is L-E, <laughs> isn't it? L-E-S, Les? Les? <laughs> no, it... Continue. Aaron is correct. <laughs> Les frères There you go. Really French it up. Yeah, there you go. Les frères sisters. 
Mm-hmm. Is that good? Mm-hmm. No. Right. Rated R, two hours and two minutes <laughs> long adventure comedy crime film. In 1850s Oregon, the infamous duo of assassins Eli and Charlie sisters chase a gold prospector and his unexpected ally. Directed by Jacques Adiard mm-hmm. and written by Jacques Adiard and Thomas Bitagon. Man, I'm glad that nobody listens <laughs> yeah. to this show. Yo, just wait, man. I'll get I'll get people to, for uh, what the hate mail from all of our yeah. French listeners. <laughs> uh, starring Jean C. Riley. Oh come on, <laughs> really? <laughs> and Joaquin Phoenix. All right. Some he said Phoenix. <laughs> he turned Phoenix <laughs> into Phoenix. The, the bit the bit has run its course, Mike. No, keep going. Yeah. And uh, also starring Yake Yellenhall. Okay. Uh, also, Riz Ahmed, Rebecca Root, Alison Tolman. Allison Tolman. Uh, am I missing any big? She films? like in the movie for two minutes. Yeah, she's one of the top build. So, uh, on Rotten Tomatoes, the film gets eighty-seven percent certified fresh from critics, and an audience score of sixty-eight percent. Bless you. The critics' consensus: the sisters' brothers rides familiar genre, trails in occasionally unexpected ways, a satisfying journey, further elevated by its well-matched leading men. A chew. <laughs> you just want to join in on the yeah, party? Yeah, everybody else is sneezing. Uh, by the way, the audience score is a seven, and the critic score is a seven point three seven. So fairly similar in both of those. So, I did not watch this film, but I want you guys to take the reins. What did you think of this film from the get-go? Uh, I really liked it. I had this in my top ten of last year. Uh, I, I love John C. Riley. He's one of the only guys that can just make me laugh, just hysterically. And then he can pull off any serious role you want him to pull off. And it's fantastic. And then pairing him with Joaquin Finol... It was, Thank I mean, <laughs> those two together have great chemistry. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal, Riz Ahmed were good, but not quite what we got out of Joaquin and John C. Riley. Uh, I think it was well-directed, looked great, music was great. I liked everything about the movie. Uh, there were, I don't want to make it sound like a, it's a 10 out of 10, there were some issues. There were maybe significant pacing issues, mm. but I really do like this movie. Yeah, um, <clears throat> this is the second time I've seen the movie. The first time I saw it was Aaron kind of talking it up, so then I went and watched it. And a lot of times when people talk movies up and then I go and watch it, it's like, yeah, that's not really that good. It's not nearly as good as they made it sound. But this one was pretty good. I give Aaron credit for talking it up, I suppose. It's It wasn't, uh, it wasn't Cold Mountain, that's for sure. Uh, this is yeah, a movie. it wasn't quite that good, right? Well, <laughs> settle down. Uh, so this is a movie that I wanted to see last year, but I I didn't get a chance to. Um, so when Aaron said that it was on Hulu, I was like, cool, I'm gonna scoop that up, and give it a watch. Uh, it's interesting that the IMDb has it listed as a comedy because it's not. No, there are some funny parts mostly the banter between the brothers but it's not a well and even laugh out loud comedy. And, and it's even just like a, that a it's not like it's not funny no it's it, a chuckle movie like they're they're just kind of goofy characters so it's not it, it's 
So I, I've never seen John C. Riley in a dramatic role before. I think what? he did. Yeah, I, I've only ever seen him in comedies. Mm. See, uh, I think far too many people just look at John C. Riley and see the goofy guy that does movies with like Will Ferrell mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But he actually is a great actor, and he just—I don't think people have enough people have seen dramatic roles of his. Yeah, I mean, I know I haven't. This was the first one, but he did—he did a very good job. I liked his character, uh, kind of like Aaron said, the uh, chemistry between him and Walking Phoenix, because he's—he's walking. Uh, anyway, oh my gosh, that joke's worse than Mike's. Uh, at least I didn't put it in a terrible French accent. No, that's what I mean. His joke was better. Mm, I don't know about that. <laughs> anyway, yeah? uh, I you like their that? I like their chemistry. I even liked um, Riz Ahmed and Jakey G. I thought they had a good relationship they did, with each other, and they were good characters. Um, the 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 one major major issue aside from like pacing because there are definitely some pacing issues the movie feels like it goes on about 20 minutes too long but the major issue that i have with this movie is the story it's not an interesting story to tell and when it's a two-hour movie and your story is really boring like the best performances in the world aren't going to keep me interested yeah, in, a, in a boring story. I disagree. I mean, the story is the characters and what happens. This is just a little snapshot of what happens in all of their lives at this moment. Yeah, and and we've been through this with previous movies where like slice of life stories. I don't get as into as the rest of everybody else. Yeah, um, I get it. It's and it's not like. It's not like the the way that they told the story is bad. I just did not find the subject of the story to be an interesting one. Yeah, and there's really no true set in stone payoff moment for this. It's not like you're you build up to a specific moment and there's your payoff. It's just it really is a slice of life snapshot. It's just this is where we start with these characters. This is where we leave these characters. You get a little bit of closure toward the end of this particular part of their journey. And it's just really about watching them. And I think, first of all, because it's a well-made movie, well-shot, well-directed, color paille is fantastic. All the actors do a great job. <clears throat> Good. Mike's shaking his head. because uh, In approval. Yeah. Because I said paille. Keeping up the French theme. <laughs> mm-hmm. I could do this entire episode in French if you want. Please don't. <laughs> don't. Yeah, whatever. Okay. Um, yeah, with, you said there's not really too much payoffs. There are a few times throughout this movie where they are setting up for a payoff, and then when it gets to that point, something happens where it's not really the payoff. Like looking for the guy when they find him uh, with the Commodore and yeah. the end with the Commodore. So, like, I think. I don't know, they just do that to throw you off, I guess? That was the only part of the movie that actually got a laugh. (laughs) So, okay, the whole story, and if you want to watch it, it is free. Matt said it's on Hulu. Spoiler alert. It's definitely worth seeing, in my opinion. But, yeah, we're going to go into spoilers. Basically, the the story revolves around these two brothers who are paid to go on assassination missions by a guy called the Commodore, they are following Jake Gyllenhaal, who's a scout, trying to find the guy they're supposed to kill. It ends up Jake Gyllenhaal kind of 
goes in on this guy's plan after he finds him, and then the sister's brothers find them and are going to kill them, and then they hear about their plan. And the whole thing is about this this guy they're trying to kill is a chemist that has come up with a formula that you pour into the river and shows you where the gold is. And then it's just all about the journey to get there and what happens when they get there and the fallout. And eventually it gets to the point where the sisters brothers are done working for the Commodore and they know the only way they're going to get out from underneath him is to kill him. So they travel back to the town to kill him, but he's already dead. And the funny, and you're right, the funniest part of the movie, they're sitting there looking at his open casket as he lays there dead. And John C. Riley starts to walk away, turns back, and just punches the dead body straight in the chest. And the two guys in there are like horrified. And he just walks away slowly. He's like, I just had to make sure. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> but in a way that only John C. Riley could do it. Yep. That was definitely like the the one part of the movie where I actually laughed at it because I was like, because when when I saw the trailer, like even the trailers made it seem like it was going to be kind of more of a lighthearted comedy, yeah. um, and that like that moment is what I was kind of expecting throughout the whole movie. So well, they did like I said, there were some chuckle moments. Um, mostly just watching John C. Riley makes me chuckle because he just he's a goofy guy, <laughs> but. Like when he flushes the toilet, he'd never seen a f- toilet before. <laughs> oh, yeah, like, that was Charlie, that was you gotta come see this. Yeah. Or uh, when he's all upset and about to leave because Charlie slapped him in public, so he tells him to go ahead and slap him. So he just rears back and just knocks him to the ground, and he gets a. It's it's just fun brotherly stuff, and that's what you get throughout the movie. But it isn't. It's not, you know, Talladega Nights style comedy like John C. Riley, right? Or even Dewey Cox, which oh, was a, that's a fantastic more subdued, movie. but still. Yeah, this whole movie, a lot of this movie, like Aaron, I think, kind of hit it. It is about brothers and like just the real relationship between brothers because they are, you know, they fight throughout the movie, you know, and they go at each other. But the older brother, John C. Riley, feels like he has to protect his brother. He has to be there for his brother, and he feels like his you know his brother's doing all this stuff that he doesn't want to do but he has to be there because that's his brother and that's what this movie is is it's about brothers really that's the story i think the sisters brothers yeah mm-hmm. it's two brothers two very very different brothers and that's where a little bit of the comedy comes from it's like charlie Joaquin phoenix is just this drunk drunk angry constantly trying to get into fight loves that all he does uh, that he gets to do for money is to kill people just and he loves the notoriety. Everywhere they go, people know who the sisters' brothers are. And John C. Riley's the exact opposite and wants to stop and set up a store. <laughs> it's, it's just a fun dynamic with two fantastic actors. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> good, good, good. Fill the silence with, mm-hmm, yep, mm-hmm, yep. Mm-hmm. And it was... I. From the get-go, I knew I would like the visual style because that opening scene is one of my favorite scenes from last year when it's just pitch black, farmhouse, and you hear the sisters' brothers yell out, hey, we're looking for this guy. Yeah. And then it's just a gunfight in the pitch black. All you see is the, the flare, the, that, that the muzzle flares very, lighting. very, very good. And then, so, But just the way it opens, so there's, it's like a, what, 10, 15-minute scene. And all this stuff happens, and they're walking toward the screen as 
these buildings are on fire behind them, and excuse my language, but John C. Riley just says, man, we really fucked that up. And then it just, <laughs> opening credit scenes, the Sisters Brothers, and there's your your opening. So I don't, I'd, right from that time, I knew I'd like the visual style. Oh, I yeah. It was, it was a very, very, very well shot movie. There, there's not... There's not a single scene or a shot in this movie where I'm like, ooh, uh, no. It, it, and and it's, it's not even that it was just serviceable. It was very, very good. Um, and, and this is a cinematographer that I will keep my eye on <coughs> moving forward because... Well, the, you know what his name is? No. Mm. But, it's French. but I can look it up. <laughs> I have the internet. Benoit uh, de Thanks. What else How has exactly he done? do you spell the B E B H E close D E B I E Debbie Debbie. You could name something majestic like Benoit Debbie or Debbie Benoit Debbie. All right, so that's that's the name. For all you listening at home, Benoit Debbie, that's the name that you got to look out for. Uh, speaking of which, Benoit At least Debbie. you didn't say Benoit. <laughs> Benoit, Benoit Debbie. Benoit Debbie. Uh, anyway, Benoit. Well, Benoit is French already. Is also... God, well, can I just get through this? <laughs> no. He also did The Beach Bum coming out in 2019 with uh, Moondog. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? That's already out. Is, is it? Is it out? I don't... I have zero desire to see that. Oh, yeah, it came out earlier this year. Man, I, think I wonder if it's what already available right. to rent, to mm-hmm. be honest. I don't know. All right. But anyway. Might go see it just because he's the cinematographer on it. Benoit. Benoit Debbie. I couldn't name, an, uh, I mean, I can name plenty of movies. <laughs> I'm going to assume he probably works with other French directors. Uh, he did Get the Gringo. Mm. Uh, Mel Gibson. Shane yeah. loves that movie. Does he? He said it was very underrated. Coming from Shane, I honestly don't I remember don't... if I saw that movie. Oh, or not. there it is. That. He did Spring Breakers. Mm. Isn't Spring Breakers the same guy that did uh, Beach Bum? I would not be surprised. Harmony Corrine. Was that Beach Bums? That was Spring Breakers, and Beach Bum is Harmony Corrine. Yep. Look at that. They l- actually feel like they would be about the same movie. Yep. You know. Anyway, go on. I didn't mean to derail you. Oh, no, you're fine. I was just saying that, um, you know, maybe not comedies because the comedies are very much in the same vein as horror movies where they're shot for efficiency, not to actually look yeah. good. Um, but, you know, more more drama-type movies like this, if, if he is the cinematographer, I will probably see it just for that reason. And, yes. I, I mean, he everything was great about what they did visually, the way it was shot. I also... Well, the, okay. I do have an issue with the way it was shot. Just we mentioned the pacing. It Once once everybody, all these people... The journey's fun. The way they get there is fun. And I loved watching it. Once they get together and everybody becomes kind of palomine, hunky-dory, best of buds, it really slows down. And, and then it. it's like it takes forever to get to the ending. I... I'm like the reverse of you. I think that there were some things that were, you know, in the part before they meet up with uh, Jakey G and Riz Ahmed that could have been cut out because it just felt 
bloated and unnecessary like uh, during the actual no, journey. The journey like, I liked. Yeah, see, for me, it's like once they all get together and they're actually doing the prospecting stuff and then the Commodore is sending the people to kill the Sisters Brothers, like all of that stuff, I was like, fine, this is the, I, you know, the pacing is okay, we're moving right along, we're getting to the end of the movie, I can deal with that, that's good. Is everything leading up to that where it's like we have just these weird one-off, like, hey, here's just something that happens, and then it goes away. Yeah, the away. town of like, Mayfield, that was fun. Well, that was hilarious. Yeah, but then there, there's, like, this whole, there's, like, this whole bit where uh, John C. Riley eats a spider in his sleep, and then his face is all puffed up, and it's like, that all could have been, that's, like, ten minutes of movie you could have saved. Well, that was to, because they were late getting to where they needed to be, and they needed them to be like, well, we were late because you got sick. No, we were late because you're drunk all the time. So they had to have that for the uh I mean they could have just back and forth on them. They could have just kept like we didn't need to see John C. Riley eat a spider and have his face get all bloated and, and have that take up ten minutes of the movie. We could just we could still have the banter because their relationship is so believable that we could just have that bit of exposition and buy into it. We don't need to actually see John C. Riley almost die because he ate a spider like that's not it, it, it felt unnecessary to me well i don't think so also just so you know it's based on a book so all of this happened in the book <laughs> i know they could have just easily well, yeah cut i it mean out, people but I think take liberties to, with books all the time like you, you you've already shown and you repeatedly get shown how john c Riley is the caretaker of charlie and that kind of flipped the script where now Charlie has to take, and you can see he's kind of out of his element and just kind of jokes around and making fun of it. I don't know. I like the added to their brotherly relationship. Yeah. And each stop along the way, I liked, I liked May, the town of Mayfield, especially, was well, fun. That, that was a good stop. Like the, the shootout, and when, when they're walking into the town and John C. Riley's like, well, you think they. Got this guy to be mayor because their town's called Mayfield, or they named everything after he got here. Like he's really you're that. Well, yeah, no that 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 um, town was a good set piece. I liked everything that happened there. It's like it's it's mostly like the wilderness stuff where it's like here's a, just a random scene that takes ten minutes of the movie that we didn't really need, and it could have cut down the runtime and made the movie feel a little bit more coherent. I guess that's part of it, though. Part of a Western is, I mean, it takes these guys how many days, weeks, months to get where they're going because they're on horseback. And it's like, that's part of the Western is, is the setting is a huge part of the story because it's a hindrance every step of the way. And, and you also got to remember that I'm also not as big of a Western fan as you are. Like, more an Eastern guy. My my favorite mm-hmm. Western is Shanghai Noon. If oh so that my <laughs> goodness, <laughs> he said you're more of an Eastern dude, and then you said Shanghai Noon's your yep. favorite That's Western. Far so. East. <laughs> I mean, wow. just because Jackie Chan's in it, that does not does, mean... does it not. I've never seen it. Doesn't take place in Shanghai. No. Oh, it's it's a Western. It takes place in in the West. Okay. I mean, it's titled Shanghai Noon. Yes, because 
High Noon, but it's got Jackie Chan in it. And, wow. and Jackie Chan's character. Hold on, so on the, the rails well, no, one for a second. I was. I just said it wasn't. It didn't go one way because Jackie Chan's in it, but then it goes no, the other the, way the because Jackie, Jackie Jackie Chan's character. It so the the movie title's a pun because Jackie Chan's character is from Shanghai in the movie, but High Noon is like a Western thing, so it's the High Noon is okay. <sighs> High Noon is like the best known Western movie. Of all time. Anyway, it's 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 a it's a play on <laughs> it's words. Not just a Western the title, thing. <laughs> the title is a play on words. Oh, so because Jackie Chan's in it, but it's not a, it's not it does not take place. I'm picking in Shanghai. a Western movie from here I'm, on out I'm every picking, time. Look, I'm just gonna pick Shanghai Noon every time for my picks. Now we're just well, gonna keep watching it. You, I don't. That's not possible. <laughs> oh, you're right. So I'll pick Shanghai Noon and then I'll pick Shanghai Nights uh, after that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, side note. Uh, you brought up Dewey Cox earlier. Mm-hmm. You y- y'all have have forgotten that Joaquin Phoenix played Johnny yeah. Cash in Walk the Line, and Dewey Cox or John Cialdi starred in Dewey Cox, which was a par- uh, parody. parody of that. Yeah. yeah, which is interesting, it's and I fun. didn't think of that. You know, uh, have you ever seen uh, Dewey Cox? No, I like picked it for the show a while back. Oh, did you? I yeah. must not have watched it for that one. But I have no, seen it. We never reviewed Dewey Cox. I'm pretty sure. No, we, we did. never did. No. Didn't we? No. no. But anyways, what I was saying is, it's a comedy, and John C. Riley's like you know goofy mm-hmm. in it, but he's actually Some like dude. does serious like it's serious goofiness. Like he's playing it serious, but it's goofy, so it actually shows a little bit of his acting range. Interesting. Are you sure? I thought for sure that well, I you never it. did. You might have thought about it and then picked a copycat. <laughs> um also the font used for all the on screen titles is the same font created for which video game? Red Dead Redemption. Probably. Wrong. Um oh. is it a Western game? No. Uh Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, nailed it. No. It's God of War. <laughs> Oh never, never yeah, 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 yeah! I can see that. Yeah. I see that now. It's it's just interesting to me. Anyway, uh, this movie also bombed in the box office. By the by, it grossed only seven million dollars. Yep, this Yikes. is one of. Uh, I think uh, I what sent, was the budget? I think I sent you the link. Uh, Annapurna. Pictures yeah, the, they released like four movies that were. Critically acclaimed. critically acclaimed, high Rotten Tomato scores, potential Oscar-nominated movies. None of them made money. Yep, and that's why these types of movies don't get made, and we get a bunch of Marvel movies. I... What, what was what was the budget, Mike? F- almost forty million. 30 million. Oh, oh wow! So my thing though is, I wonder if that's just bad. Marketing. Uh, yeah, common denominator is the same producer. Maybe they're not doing it the right way. Yeah, because if like the sisters, it's a western. Like westerns still make money even if it's not. It's the a, magnificent and stuff. it's you kind of an I mean? artsy type of movie with four, three fantastic, well-known actors, and then Riz Ahmed who holds his own and is very good in a lot of things three I've seen. Oscar nominated. Yes, actors. So, so I, I'm, yeah. it must have been a marketing thing where they just didn't push it enough. I don't know. I, I would assume. No I would assume. Or maybe they just thought that the marketing wasn't necessary with those types of names attached. Yeah. I don't know. I guess it also could have been maybe people look at it and je- they see John C. Riley and just assume it's like some yes comedy that they don't want to see. Well, but and, even though and that, Phoenix is in it too, or Phenol. Mm-hmm. Walkie Phenol. Uh, and that's honestly why you. <coughs> 
you alluded to earlier, the trailer looks yeah. like more of a comedy. And it could have been like a switch and bait. You're like, that's not what I wanted. Yeah, but, I think that if anything did this movie in, it was probably word of mouth. Because uh, like Mike said, you, you're, you go into it expecting a comedy and you get yep. a very, very slow-moving drama... And people go, oh yeah, I don't see that. It's not what you think it is. And Wasn't it this? I think I did, I did. I read John C. Riley was an executive producer on this. Yes. He actually bought the rights to the book say, and got it this thing made. Like he was the one that bought the rights yeah. initially in 2011. So, which so, is which is very interesting. So apparently, this is the type of movie he was interested in making because if he bought the rights and was an executive producer and star. So I don't I like I said he's one of the only ones that I can really trust to be exactly what you need in a comedy and exactly what you need for any type of role in a serious movie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, it's very good. Mm-hmm. And Joaquin Phoenix, he every movie he's in, he just absolutely throws himself into the roles, which is why I'm super excited about the Joker. That's the he like him being in it is the only reason that I yep, have I, any interest yeah. in that movie at all. Yep. But man, he's good. Yeah, uh, Joaquin. I think he might be up there as my favorite. Name one, Joaquin. Oh, cool. <laughs> got it. Awesome. Uh, are we at the point? And where the music. Guys... I need to yes. mention the music. The music was done by Oscar-winning uh, Alexander Dupla. I think his name is. It's oh, I'll, I'll pronounce it. Dupla. Dupla. Mark Duplass. Mark yeah. Duplass. Yeah. Mark Duplass did the music. Yep. <clears throat> Is Alexandre Desplat? <laughs> Good. I, anyway, he. I think he won for. Uh, what's that one where the woman has sex with the fish man? Ooh, the shape of water. Shape uh, of water. Yeah. Sex fish man. Sexy fish man. <laughs> <laughs> that that Benicio the, del Toro yeah. movie. Yeah, exactly. He knows. All right, man. You're about to get muted. But anyway, <laughs> music in this movie, I loved. It added to every scene. Oscar winning and composer. wasn't too overpowered. How many? I actually uh, don't really remember the music at all. It was uh, Western music, country Western. No, mm. I can play some country. Uh, no. <laughs> oh, Mike, Mike, about to queue up old uh, Old Town Road. No, he no was he's about to queue up John, John Cena. Cena. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine? Yeah, two Just guys on horses <laughs> coming up over a hill. <laughs> Dude, you know what? If That's I, basically Wild Wild West at that point. If I ever get the opportunity to make a Western film, I'm gonna have a com- I'm gonna hire a composer and be like, listen, I want this and play the John Cena soundtrack, but westernized. Yeah. So it's like a bunch of I want this synth. soundtrack. It's like to a, slap. On a it's on a fiddle. Yeah. <laughs> Nail it. That was a fiddle. <laughs> 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 no, it's it's gonna be like they're gonna splice it in with like the good, bad, and the ugly. So it's gonna be like, yeah. <laughs> hey, he knows a western movie. <laughs> everybody yeah. knows the. Everybody knows High Noon. Not me. <sighs> All right, you guys ready to rate it? Sure. All right. Uh, who wants to go first? Uh, wait. Steve sent a text. Make yes. sure we get. Steve his. gave it an eight. Gave it an eight. Um, Steve gave it an eight. I think he just praised. John C. Riley and and, and uh, Mr. Free Nix. Yeah. Oh, I thought he did. Where's it at? Oh, uh, gave it an eight. Joaquin is great as usual, and chemistry between him and J. J. C. Riley was pretty good. 
John C. It just threw me off when he said JC. I was like, what? All right, so Steve gave it an A. I Jesus am... Christ, Riley. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. No, I'm sorry. You remind me. I, I saw this SNL skit with... Uh, uh, who's the guy? Uh, the German guy from Django Unchained. Oh, Christoph Waltz. Waltz, yeah. He, so there was an SNL skit where he was Jesus uncrossed. But it was D J E S U S, and it was a parody of Django. Oh, jeez! Ch- yeah, so he busts in and he's just killing everybody with these guns. And the guy turns to Jesus H Christ, and he says, "The H is silent," and shoots him in the head. That's really. It dumb. was a good skit. It's really dumb. To Jesus uncrossed that. All right, what do you, what do you rate this movie? What? All right. Uh, I give it. I'm close to Steve. I give it a seven seven five. I I, I really there. It would have been helped by more of a climax, more of a payoff, uh, of building up to something. There wasn't. There really truly wasn't a whole lot of tension and nothing that built to a boiling point, and then you get this payoff in the end. But it was everything about it. I liked. Word. Word. Brent. Yeah. Like. This, like I said, the story is just about these brothers, and like I can get behind something like that. Um, enjoyable movie, great acting. I'll give it seven and a half spiders that you eat in your sleep. That's a big ass. It's like not like a that's, tiny little spider. That's actually big pretty spider. close to the number of actual spiders that you eat in a year. That's a myth. That's a myth. I just pick them up and eat them. I don't um, even wait till I go to bed. Yeah, mm-hmm. dude. Mm-hmm. Ow. <laughs> uh. So I'm also going to give this movie, you know, fairly high. I'm lower than these guys, but not by much. Kind of to to recap everything, the movie does suffer from some pacing issues. I personally find the story pretty unengaging. Um, Unlike Aaron, I actually don't mind the lack of a climax. Like, they they get to the, the town, the Commodore's dead, and then they just... No, I don't. Go I don't mind it. I visit think their it mom. Would have... Like that's that's a fine. Yes, that's a fine it is. ending. And you I don't get the mind closure. That. So, that's uh, fine. but I'm gonna give it a seven. Cool. I guess we really didn't talk about the ending, but you know, John C. Riley kind of got what he wanted. Yeah, so. I mean, <laughs> in, the, in a way, we also that was pretty not exactly in the as way he, he wanted it. But we didn't. We also didn't talk about the the single best uh, relationship in the movie, which is between John C. Riley and his horse. And that was kind of yeah, sad. Yeah, and the, the book plays on his love for horses a lot more. And it's like the opening when they accidentally burn yeah, the barn. Yeah, and, and, and he rushes in there to try and save the horses. That follows him throughout the entire movie or a book. And his relationship with his horse, a lot more have. It's it's <coughs> a lot more weight put on that in the yeah. book. But John C. Riley, like he played it. He didn't say a whole lot, but he used like just watching him was he he's surprisingly effective at just showing what you should be feeling. Yeah. Pop quiz asshole. So the final score is seven point five seven, which is a B, B plus. plus. So Pop Quiz, this or Children of Men. Ooh, Children of Men. This. I don't know if I've seen that. Brent. Brent. This. I'm gonna punch you in your face. Yep, mute him. All right, uh, everybody but Brent. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Take my mic. (laughs) Uh, This or... Which one is Seconds? That's that old black and white one. With uh, 
Oh. Rock Hudson, I believe, was the I, star of that one. Yeah, I think you're right. That okay. I have it not seen. It had the seen. great cinematography. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. I don't. I think Aaron might have been the one. Yeah, me is like me, Aaron, and uh, Shane. Shane, I believe. Yeah. Mm. So let's skip that one. This or big, this this. (laughs) This is a better movie, but I don't know. I like Tom Hanks and Big. So this or it comes at night. This Mm, it comes at night. I like that movie. Think I also go with it comes at night. This or Nightcrawler. This Nightcrawler. This. This or The Last Samurai? This. This. <laughs> this or True Grit? Ooh. I'm going to go with this. I, I think like I go with True Grit. Grit I think I go True Grit as well. I think that's just, I don't know. Like I've seen that movie. I don't think I need to see it as, again. As a Western, I think True Grit was a better movie. Plus, it can't go was. wrong with Roger Deakins. It was probably a better movie, but like I said, I, I feel like that's a movie I only have to see once. Last one. This or No Country for Old Men? Oh, this. No country. Once again, mostly because of Deacons. I don't know. No country. That movie I watched. Sorry, I, I watched a couple of like breakdowns of that film. I don't think I gave that movie enough credit. No, it's well, just specifically, man. Just because I watch these videos during lunch, and a lot of times they get lost in like movie behind the scenes things, mm-hmm. or like Roger Deacons, what he does, like the way. He uh-huh. uses light is just incredible. Yeah. And it's shown in that movie a lot of nighttime scenes, the hotel, the uh-huh. the nearly silent dialogue list shootout through the streets was Yo, fantastic. He has a website that you can go in and see all of the lighting setups that he's done. Really? I'm not even kidding. It's like deacons.com backslash... <laughs> It's honestly something that close. That sounds to made up. No, it's, honestly, <laughs> it's honestly pretty close. And if you if you sign up for uh, like an account on his website, he'll show you how he lit, um, like the the landscape in No Country. And it only costs you two thousand dollars a month. Yeah. yeah, his website. It's a uh, Penn Island. Go check it out. <laughs> Remember that? <laughs> Matt was about to go to that. Yeah. All right, guys. So seven five seven for the sisters brothers. Again, go to our website. I knew what it was. Go to our website, moviereviewcrew.com, not Penn Island. Moviereviewcrew.com. Request a movie right on our homepage. Guys, we're almost out of listener requests. Yeah, send them in. Please do. Uh, That would make our lives so much better. So, again, moviereviewcrew.com. Request a movie right on our homepage. Also, we post uh, almost daily now on Instagram, which is great. That's one of the best ways to get uh, a hold of this show. Um, We're also on Facebook. So just get a hold of the show uh, or send us an email at podcast at moviereviewcrew.com. Oh, and uh, here's a uh, exciting piece of news. Yes. Uh, Shane finally... <laughs> finally watched Train to finally Busan. Finally watched Train to Busan uh, since we were supposed to do our, our crossover last, last November. Dreams do and, come true. And I have had, I've had my article up on there since last November... But now Shane has finally watched it, so yeah. you know maybe in the next like five or six months he'll actually put yeah. up his article. Yeah. So uh, again, we have two uh, awesome writers on our show that do uh, a lot of extra content. So go to our website, moviereviewcrew.com. Uh, join us on Thursday for a review of is it Caliber or is it Calibre? 
caliber, I assume, like the yeah, rifle. It, it's, yeah. But it's C-L-I-V-R-E. laughing right now. <laughs> I thought you, when you said that earlier, I no, thought you but were it's, joking. But it's spelled like caliber. No, it's not. Sure is. No, I think it's Calibre, bro. That is how you spell caliber, Mike. <laughs> what? <laughs> How do you spell caliber? <laughs> exactly like it's spelled in the movie, Mike. Oh, Are you serious? Yes. Did you honestly think it was spelled with an E-R? It, there is, bro. Uh, Maybe dumb Americans. I hate you. It is. Tell your friends. <laughs> hey, guys. Oh, big golf, huh? All right. Well, see you later. Good day, sir. Sir, I said good day! Yeah. See ya. Hasta la vista, baby. This has been the Movie Review Crew Podcast. Remember to find us online on your favorite social media apps and go to our website, moviereviewcrew.com. Linger, man. Yeah, totally. Linger. Hardcore.